Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslenko, pastor of the community of St. Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isidoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 1, Episode 21 of this podcast. We'll hear Father Mark's homily from June 24, 2018, the Solemnity of the Nativity of St. John the Baptist in Year B. The Gospel for this week is Luke, Chapter 1, verses 57 to 66, and verse 80. Let's now listen to that reading and hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs, asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name. And all were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke, blessing God. Then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the desert until the day of his manifestation to Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. If we take seriously our path to becoming fully human, and we want to discover and find and live out of our truest, most authentic self, there is a question that each one of us needs to ask before we can really do so. It's a simple question, but one that doesn't always have a simple answer. And the question is this, who am I? Who am I? Now, for most of us, as we begin to ponder that question, we may think about what we do, the priorities we have in our life, what matters to us, We may even find ourselves going back in time and doing an overview of our childhood, of what was done to us, what our impressions were left with us, how our upbringing affected us. We may think about our outlook for life, what we do for work, my role as a parent, my role as a sibling, my role as a child. Very often we begin to answer that question, who I am, by looking at the things that we do. But there is so much more to getting at the full answer of who I am than just simply what is immediately before us. A priest by the name of Father Pierre Teilhard de Chardin 
said this about the self. He was an anthropologist, scientist, theologian, mystic. He said, myself is more of a given to me than something that is formed by me. Think about that. Myself is more of a given to me than it is something that is formed by me. And so he's pointing to this profound reality that we find ourselves coming into this world with this self. If we believe in God as we do, we know that God knits us together in our mother's wombs and gives us an identity. God gives us this self that we are, which is much bigger, broader, deeper, wider, and expansive than just the one that acts in the world. Much bigger than the one that looks back at me in the mirror. In fact, it's the only self we have. It's very interesting as we consider this person I am, it's not interchangeable or replicable. We're it. One shot at life, one thumbprint, one soul, one self, that's it. As much as I look at you and I want to exchange life with you, I can't. Oh, I can try to mimic and do things the way you do them. I can even try to think the way you think, but I cannot in any way, shape, or form become you, and you cannot become me. One self that has been created and fashioned and put together out of love and intent and purpose by God. See, some folks look at what we do in our faith, celebrating word, and sacrament. And they see faith as something that leads us further away from being human, that being human really is found somewhere else, out in the world, doing other human things, not this. That this doesn't have any relevancy or value to me becoming my true and authentic and happiest self. And if we're looking constantly out in the world for a sense of who we are, we're going to, at one point in time, find ourselves sadly mistaken because we're going to miss the essence of who we are. You know, we have the value and the beauty of science that can teach us so much about ourselves, our world, the physical aspects of how it's all put together. Psychology can tell us about ourselves. Philosophy can tell us about ourselves. We have the physical science. Medical science can tell us about ourselves. But there is no science, Father Pierre tells us, that can explain two things. No science can explain two things, and it's this. The nature, the character, and the origin of our conscious power, words chosen intentionally, conscious power, to will and to love. The origin, the character of our conscious power to will and to love. Only we have that. No other creature on the face of this earth has the conscious ability to will to do something and to love. Only us. We have the ability to know that we want to pursue something, and we know we have the power to want to love. 
and to receive love back in return. And this all points to then who did this. Because we didn't do it ourselves. It doesn't come part and parcel with just the gift of life. It comes from God. It comes from the God who fashioned us, who made us, who intentionally placed us here in this self we find ourselves to be. You see, John the Baptist had to be John the Baptist. Mary had to be Mary. Jesus had to be Jesus. St. Augustine had to be St. Augustine. St. Paul had to be St. Paul. They all had their mission in life, and so don't you and I. We cannot not be who we are, plain and simple. And so therefore, who I am in faith is connected to this divine source, this loving God who willed me into existence, who sustains me. If that is where I come from and who I am ultimately is this bigger self that he created, then finding happiness and finding my truth is going to be done in allegiance to that source. That if I pursue it in other ways, I'm not going to be successful. As we act and as we move, we have an incredible power within us. We can, because of how God fashioned us, act and live with that same creative power that God has. We can, by our actions, build up the mystical body of Christ. We can have an incredible effect on this world in which we live. St. Gregory of Nyssa, bishop, was born around the year 335. Again, another very spiritual, holy man, profound writings that are timeless even till today. He says that every Christian must examine three things, thought, word, and deed. Because either the thoughts and the words and the deeds that you have are orientated toward Christ or away from him. No other choice. Either toward Christ or away from him. And so either my life is going to be a living out of who I really am in God, or it's going to be a living out of what I've made it, which is not who I really am. And so as we begin to journey and as we begin to live, we need to realize then that being connected to Christ, to being connected to the kingdom of God, is really where happiness is to be found. And I think we already suspect that. You know, we all have our obligations to family, to our work, our careers. We're concerned about the remuneration that comes as a result of our employment. We're concerned about the stuff of everyday life. But when we're able to put that aside and work to something greater, like take up the cause of social justice, really get in and roll up our sleeves and work on behalf of the poor and the homeless, really get up and and put into action the gospel, put our life on the line, hook into a cause that's greater than myself, that I really feel passionate about, tap into the mind and heart of God, and do stuff that involves his kingdom. I'm lifted out of myself into this other place, and that life of virtue then orientates me more toward Christ and the truth of who I am. I'm able to live out this deeper self. So being a human being, 
really is about connecting to the source of our life, to the source who is God. And once we understand that we and everything flow from that source and find our fulfillment in that source and are sustained by that source, we're going to wander and be disjointed and find ourselves all over the place. Another holy man, Thomas Merton, very great spiritual master, a lot of profound writings, wrote a very simple but pointed prayer that speaks of someone who truly understands what it means to be connected in God and to live life out of that reservoir of goodness and life and love. Because all we do stems from that. And I invite you now to bow your heads and pray this prayer with me, please. Loving God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me, and I cannot know for certain where it will end. Nor do I really know myself in the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me and will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen. We are being led. We have a purpose. We have been blessed with gifts. We are called to use them and to allow God to work in and through us, even in the small, humble ways of our lives, so that we can contribute to the mystical body of Christ and building up the kingdom of God here on earth. So as we have an opportunity this week to assess our thoughts, our words, and our deeds, are we pointed toward Christ or away from him? Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.